Today, we are going to be talking about, like, our, we've got a theme for January, and it is called Prophesy. Woo! That's a good theme, right? Our words create our future, and as we enter 2022, we can prophesy God's promises over our life as we enter the new year. That's what we can do. We can take the word of God that he's spoken to us and prophesy it over ourselves. So that's what it is, prophesy. You know, when I first started following God, it was in the first year, I uh, had seen people prophesy, just like what happened a little bit earlier, for those of you in the room here, prophesy, and my spirit would leap. It would start to jump. I'd get all excited. I'm thinking, I want to do that. I want to I hear God for other people. I want to do that. I had a real desire. It was burning in my heart. I wanted to hear from God. So I got some scriptures out of the Bible, and one of them, because it lit up to me, in Jeremiah 33, 3, it says, call to me, and I will answer you and tell you great and mighty things that you do not know. So I used to pray that, like, come on, your word says, God, to call to you. I'm calling. Come on, tell me, tell me, tell me. Tell me some mighty things that I don't know. Tell me some great things that I don't know. Tell me some awesome things that I don't know about me and about other people. I would also uh, pray, like, about people and think, well, come on, tell me. Tell me something that you want to bless them with. I'd, and one specific thing, I, I was reading the Bible and I read a scripture in Isaiah 61, 1, it says, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound. So I read that and I thought, whoa, boom, something happened in me. Then this is just, I'm a new Christian, so I, I haven't really read the Bible much at that stage, but I had read that scripture and it was a light to me. Then I read in the word of the day, it was the same scripture. Whoa, what a coincidence, right? That was like, wow, same thing. Then I went to, uh, Dan, have you got that? Oh, look at that. He's like, put it up here. Then I was doing a course at church and the leader of the group gave us all a notebook. And in the notebook, it had my name and then it had Isaiah 61.1. Now, do you think that God was trying to talk to me? I think he was. He was. I was praying. I wanted to hear from him. I wanted to know things. I wanted to know great and mighty things. I had no idea. You know, I didn't even know what anointed meant, by the way, just so that you know this. But that scripture, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me. I think, wow, the Lord's anointed me, whatever that means, at that time. But it became a scripture that I declared and I prophesied over myself that I would, that I would bring freedom to people, that, I, that God through me would use me to heal the brokenhearted, proclaim liberty to the captives, open prison doors to those that are bound. I started to continuously do that and it changed my life. Now, I, I was doing that daily, but I don't say much now, but whenever I'm, uh, I feel doubt, I don't feel good, or whenever I'm, I just need encouraging, because that's what God is. He's an encourager. If I need encouragement, I will say it over. I, obviously, I memorized that scripture. Uh, actually, six, 61, 1 to 3, I've memorized. And if I need encouragement, I will speak that over myself, and I feel strength coming. I feel faith coming. I feel the peace of God coming. I feel his sense and I see 
things happening. So that's how powerful the Word of God can be. So everyone in this room can prophesy. Everyone. You might doubt it. Don't. You can. I'm telling you right now, you can. You can hear from God for yourself. You can hear from God for other people. So God, you know, prophecy is God's heart shared with his people through his people. Prophecy is one of the gifts that God gives us so that we can bless others. In 1 Peter 4.10, it says, God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. When we have gifts, spiritual gifts, they are for other people. It doesn't matter what the gift is. The gift of healing is for other people. For you, for other people. It is gifts are for other people. So who here has had a prophetic word before? Just curious. A lot of people, okay. Who, um, well, who, who has actually spoken a prophetic word to someone else? Good, that's really good. Oh my gosh, we've got experts in the room here. <laughs> no, it's good. But this is, this is what happened. I just, it's so exciting. I get excited. I want to bless people. I want to encourage people. So in 1 Corinthians 14.1, it says, Pursue love and desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. Every person can prophesy. We pursue love. Like, that's the main thing about the prophetic that I've learned. It's, it's love. It comes out of love. It comes out of when you love people, when you want to help people, when you want to bless people, when you want to encourage people, God will help you to do that, to do that, by, you will hear him. So why, do we, why does it say especially that you may prophesy? Because prophecy calls the greatness out in people. It reminds people that God knows exactly what's going on, good and bad, and he cares. It confirms the dreams that he places in your heart and encourages you to move forward. There's so many reasons why Paul said in Corinthians, to especially that you may prophesy. In 1 Corinthians 14.3, it says, but one who prophesies strengthens others, encourages others, and comforts them. They are going to be our main things. I always think of it as SEC, strengthen, encourage, comfort. Whenever I get a word for someone through my head, I'm thinking, well, is it one of those things? Does it strengthen someone? Does it encourage someone? Does it comfort someone? Sometimes it's all three. But as long as it's one of them, that's what I'm prophesying. Strengthen, encourage, comfort. If you've got that, you're ready to go. Okay, the word, of, uh, like, the word prophecy means to bubble up, to flow forth, to prophesy, to tell someone a message that is inspired by the Holy Spirit. The, the one that I saw a glimpse of a picture for Jordan, but I just saw the picture, but I've got to open my mouth. The moment I open my mouth, it starts to flow. It starts to come out. Like I, I didn't have the whole thing, just the picture. But you step forward in faith, and it starts to flow. It bubbles up. That's what prophecy does. Have you ever uh, at some time you know, been at home, and somebody's texted you a word of encouragement, and it's just been what you've needed at that time? Has that ever happened? That's happened to many people. See, that's God using someone else to speak to you. Have you ever done it to someone else? You know you have. You've, you've seen something and they're like, oh my gosh, that was just what I needed to hear at that time. God places us together as the body of Christ to encourage each other, to help each other along. So in Proverbs 16, 24, it says, nothing is more appealing than speaking beautiful, life-giving words. 
for they release sweetness to our souls and inner healing to our spirits. There is nothing like a word from God. There, it is sweetness to our souls. There, it brings healing. It brings courage. It encourages us. And this is like our spirit receives revelation, like a download from heaven. It's got nothing to do with your physical ears. It's got nothing to do with your IQ. It's got nothing to do with whether you went to, to uni or not. It's got nothing to do with how long you've been coming to church. Nothing at all. It's got nothing to do with any natural ability, but it's based on your spirit. The moment you become a follower of Christ, you become wired for sound from the Holy Spirit. Isn't that exciting? Like in 1 Corinthians 6, 17, it says, but he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. It's not because of who you are, but because of who Jesus is. You might be here today and you don't know Jesus and you don't have a relationship with him. A little bit later on, I'm going to give you an opportunity to do that. So it's all cool. Don't worry about it. In Acts 2.17 to 18, it says, In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit upon all people. Which people? All people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions, and your old men will dream dreams. In those days, I will pour out my spirit even on my servants, men and women alike, and they will prophesy. See, it's irrespective of your race, of your gender, of your age, of your social status. It does not matter. God says he will pour out his spirit, his Holy Spirit. So how do we hear from God? And in John 10, 27, it says, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them and they follow me. It's about hearing God's voice and following him. We hear him through thoughts and impressions, through dreams, through scriptures, through pictures, through movies even. I can watch a movie and think, boom, I'll get a word for someone or myself or something. It's just relevant and you think, wow, God can use whatever he wants to speak to you. It's just whether we're listening is the thing. So expect we've got to expect to hear from God because God wants to bless us. I was at the gym one day, and there was a lady across from me. She was doing something. I don't know what she was doing. Anyway, I, 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 don't know, I didn't know her, but I thought all of a sudden I felt sad. I, I thought, oh, I feel sad for that lady. I didn't even know why. It's not like she was crying or anything. I felt sad for her. And then God said to me, I want you to go over there and tell her that um, everything's going to be okay. She's having some trouble with her son but I'm taking care of it. When she goes home, it will be different for her. So I sat there thinking, I'm not saying that. <laughs> I don't even know her. I didn't even know if she's got a son. Are you joking? Like, hey, you know your son, whatever. But anyway, so I sat there for a, a lot longer thinking, oh, why doesn't she just go home quickly? So I go, <laughs> but the, because it's, it's risky. It can be risky. But I had to run it through. Which one? Was it strengthening? Would it strengthen her? Was, would it be encouraging? Would it comfort her? Yes, it would. If she was having trouble and she was sad because of that, and God told her that when she went home, it was going to be different. I know, sounds crazy, right? So then I'm thinking, well, number one, I don't know if she believes in God. How am I going to say this? 
So I, you don't have to, not everything has to be, thus saith the Lord. I mean, I don't even, I don't use that at any time. <laughs> thus saith the Lord. Blah, 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 blah. Can you imagine? She'd think, what a freak. Get away from me. I've got a barbell. Boom. Like, the, so, so I went over and I said, hey, um, how are you going? <laughs> My name's Teresa. I said, look, I'm, I'm a Christian and I just had a feeling. I had a thought about your son. And I thought, well, right there, I'm going to know whether it's right or wrong, right, about your son. And she looked at me, and she, I could see she started to cry straight away. And I went, I just, I just had this feeling, and I, I just feel that God wants you to know that um, when you go home, things are going to be different. What a weird message, right? <laughs> anyway, I, I, and she's like crying, and she goes, thank you so much. And I'm like, wow, awesome. The next day... I'm at the gym, same time she is there. She comes straight up to me. She says, do you know what? I went home and the trouble we'd been ha ha that we'd been having, everything was different. He was different. He was so different. It was just, so see, this is what, but it, she was excited. She was a different person. She was happy. She was excited. And I said, well, do you know what? Like, uh, that, that was God and you know, do you know God? And she's like, no, I've, you know, I went to church when I was a kid, something. I said, well, would you like to come? So I invited her to church. So she came with her family. A word from God, it, it, it can bring rapport just like that, but it brings it for a reason. It wants to point to Jesus. The Holy Spirit always points to Jesus, always. So that was the beginning. It's not like I invited her to church the very moment, that very moment that I had the word no. What it does, there's a breakthrough. She knew out of nowhere. I didn't even know her. Who was that? wasn't me. It was God. So she knew that. So the moment she came back, so that's why it's so important. Like I could have not shared that. And there's been times, honestly, that I haven't, which you know, I've sort of like had to repent of and ask God to forgive me. But now, I guess I've just grown in confidence now that if I hear something, I need to do it. I need to think about the way that I'm going to do it, depending on whether they come to church, whether they don't come to church, that kind of thing. You've just got to be a little bit mindful. How do you do it that it's not weird? It's just like a Christmas present. If it was wrapped up in toilet paper, it's not going to be received really well because <laughs> who knows what's in there, right? But, but, but that's what I mean. But if it's wrapped, and, and that's with a prophetic word. It's how you wrap it. It's how you deliver it is very important. I'm not going to go like a weirdo. No, I'm not going to do that because that's not going to be received very well. I'm a representative of Jesus Christ. So you've got to think about your delivery when you deliver it. And I'm not, I'm not trying to, it's not trying to make it hard. It's not hard to, you know what's weird. You've got to think about, would I receive it? Even the word itself, would I want to hear that? Maybe, maybe not. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. And if, and if you wouldn't want to hear it, don't say it. God doesn't, like, not everything God gives you is to say. It could be to pray, to pray about. So when you, what do you do when you receive a prophetic word? What do you do next? And this has got to do with both giving the word and receiving the word. I've sort of mashed them, mashed them in. Firstly, it should, you should record it. All of this is being recorded right now. So every word that I'm going to speak or anyone else is going to speak is recorded. 
You should record it. The reason being is I've had many prophetic words where I um, didn't remember. I heard one line and then I forgot the rest. Or You need to hear something because sometimes you can put a slant on it and it wasn't actually what was said. That's why it's great to record it. Or if you're not in a place where you can record it, like write it down as much as you can remember as soon as possible. Don't try and make up, because sometimes if we, we can like bend things just to suit ourselves. Oh, yes, I remember Teresa Prophet. She said I was going to make a million dollars. No, I did not. So it's just it's that, that kind of thing. It's important for you to, I might have said that God is going to bless you abundantly or something like that, but do you understand there's a difference? So that's why it's important. Like record it. So that's the first thing. Does it line up with the word of God? This is both giving and receiving. Don't give a word that doesn't line up with the word of God. Do not tell somebody to steal something. That does not line up with the word of God. If somebody told me, yep, go and steal um, your neighbor's car, that's not a word from God. That's from the other fella, right? So no, no, it isn't. So does it line up with the word of God? Uh, Discerning God and what's not God. That comes with time and experience. Like you learn on the job. What is God and what is not God? In Hebrews 5.14 it says, But solid food is for the mature, who by constant use have trained themselves to distinguish good from evil. It's from constant use. That's what happens. That's how you, you learn more and you distinguish more the more you use it. It's just like anything. The prophetic exercise is exercised through faith. I talked about that. It can be risky. And you're going to make mistakes. But the biggest mistake you can make is not to do anything. And how bad can the mistake be if it is SEC, if it strengthens, if it encourages, and if it comforts? That's why we stick with that. Strengthen, encourage, comfort. Everything in the kingdom of God is by faith. We pray by faith. We get uh, like healed by faith. We hear God by faith, and we prophesy by faith. So you've got to open your mouth. There's a scripture in the Bible that says that open your mouth wide and I will fill it. It's not until you open your mouth, and I was talking about that, that flow comes. I think of it, someone told me years ago about a box of tissues. It's like a box of tissues. You might get one little picture, like the hammer and thing, but you've got to pull that and say it before the next tissue appears. So it's like that. You just keep going, you keep going, but until you pull the first one, nothing's going to happen. You've got to step out in faith. Uh, and you can judge the word. Just because I've given Jordan that word doesn't mean that he doesn't judge that. He's got to think to himself, did that resonate with me? Does it line up with the word of God? Is there something that is, has resistance in my life? You know, he's got to judge uh, who it came from. You should judge, you know, who, the, who does the word come from? Do they have fruit? The Bible talks about we would judge them by the fruit in their lives. Do they love us? You know, who are they? Do they have a track record? Who are they accountable to? Accountability is an important thing. I'm accountable to Pastor John and Dan. God, of course, but Pastor John and Danielle, our senior pastors. So th- those things are, are very important for you when you receive a word. You don't have to accept. You are not obliged to accept a word. You can judge that. You know, at the time, you might think, that has got nothing to do with me. But it might not at that time. It might be for later. But you can put it on the shelf, and you might pull it off later. So I always think of, you know, I'm a postie for God. I mean, I love this. Like, you know, 
I've never ridden a little scooter, but I could see myself being a postie for God, delivering the mail. And when you deliver the mail as a postie, you, you get it out of your little thing and you put it in. You don't open it. You don't go through it and read it, see if it's got any spelling mistakes. You don't, you don't do that, do you? No, that's a federal crime. So you, you don't do that. You don't open the mail first and then change it and then do it. That's, so it's the same with a prophetic word. You don't put your slant on it. You don't put what you think it means. You don't interpret it through you. You say what God gives you. Because it's crazy. I've had the craziest words sometimes. I think that is just so nuts. I do not even want to say that. You might have heard about the pretty hair. I'm going to tell you about the pretty hair because it, it, it was one of my very first words that God gave, God gave me for someone in church. She was standing at the back of the room. I didn't know her either, but we were at church, so I figured she believed in Jesus. So we, we, we were there, and God said, I want you to go over to her and say that she's got pretty hair. What? Pretty hair? That's nuts, right? Pretty hair. I mean, I don't even speak like that. Do you understand? I don't speak like that. I, I might go, wow, you've got awesome hair. Whoa, your hair's looking like fine. I might say that, but I don't say, normally, you've got pretty hair. So I had issues with that. I'm going to God. No, I don't want to say that. Can't I say, she's got awesome hair? Or can't I say, like, your hair looks beautiful or something? No, I want you to say, pretty hair. She's got pretty hair. So finally... Oh, this went on for ages. Don't I know? I, I, like I was very rebellious back in the day. No, no. But it was, it was, it was just like, oh, I don't want to say it. It's hard. It's hard. It's risky. So anyway, I go up and I think she's going to think I'm stupid. But anyway, I go up and I go, hi, my name's Teresa. You've got pretty hair. Now, did I say it was from God? No, I didn't, because I thought, well, I'm going to have to take this now. Oh my goodness, it's all on me now. You've got pretty hair. She bursts into tears. She bawling her eyes out, and I'm like, wow, see? What on earth, God? Like, really? Even she's upset about this. But then, but, <laughs> but she is crying. And then when she gets her breath back, a bit, it took ages, she gets her breath back, and then she says, I was at the hairdressers yesterday, and I looked in the mirror, and I cried. And I said, God, my daughter's got pretty hair. Why can't I have pretty hair? Boom. Do you see why it's so important? Not to put like, you've got awesome hair. I could have said that. That wouldn't have, that wouldn't have worked. You understand? Because that's, that wasn't the way. That, the mail was for her. It was addressed to her. Not to me. That's why, be a postie for Jesus. Come on. Yeah, get on your little scooter and just deliver that mail. <laughs> I, I, I'm getting you all excited because you're going to every, get an opportunity a bit later to deliver some mail. Yeah, I know everyone's like, what? Anyway, so how can you grow in the prophetic? Uh, you, you do that by building your relationship with God. I've found that, that that's been the, the number one thing. The first thing is ask for it. Ask like God. Give me a spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you. I prayed that for years, Ephesians 1, 17 to 18. I prayed that, God, give me a spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you that I might come to know you better, that I will hear your voice, that you'd send shafts of revelation light into my heart, that you open the eyes of my understanding. All these things out of, out of the Bible. Call, I'm calling to you, God. 
Tell me, tell me, tell me. Great and mighty things. Ask. That's the number one thing. Ask for it. Uh, Read the Bible. God speaks to you through his word. All the time he does. Things light up. If you're not in the word, he can't speak to you through the word. Get in the word of God. Write things down. Journal the scriptures that stand out to you. Might be for you, but it might be for someone else. And get activated and practice. I talked about that. It's from constant use that you learn to distinguish what is God and what is not. And, you know, you don't get to be an excellent soccer player by just sitting in a classroom and watching soccer on the thing, learning about it. You become an excellent soccer player by practicing over and over and over and over. If you were an all black, you'd probably practice like all week because you're amazing. (laughs) That's for my all black fans out there. There's not many. Yeah, 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 there's a few. But do you see, you don't get good at something if you don't use it. You gotta get activated and use it. And you can do this, and we have groups, we have connect groups, where you can use that. You can use that in your group, and you stick with SEC, which is strengthen, encourage, and very good. You stick with that, not directional. We are not telling people that they're marrying someone. We are not telling people that they're anything like that. It's not directional. We are not doing that in this setting. No, or any setting for that matter. But anyway, so and not and as I said before, not everything is meant to be delivered. I would not if I uh, I've I've had pictures where God's show showing me people that have been bound. Like I've seen a picture of chains around their neck, around their hands. But I have prayed for them instead. I haven't said, "Hey, I saw this picture of you in chains." Oh, is that going to strengthen them? Is that going to encourage them? Is that going to comfort them? I don't think so. It's the opposite. Do you understand? So we're not speaking that. No. What I'm doing is I'm praying for them for freedom. I'm praying for God to come and pour out his spirit upon them and to heal them or whatever it is. I'm praying that though, in, in, my, in my head, I'm praying to break those chains. But I am praying strong favor of God upon them. Do you understand? So that's what I will pray. I'll pray over them, but I won't say, oh, that, you know, those chains, whoa, they look really bad. No, we're not, we're not doing that. So, uh, and as I said before, we don't have to say, thus saith the Lord, or God told me. I, I hear that. Honestly, God gets the credit for some things that weren't even him a lot of the time. What we can think is like, how you can deliver something is, I had a thought or I feel this, or I, se- I, I sense this. You know, I had this thought. I, I, I had this thought, you know, just like that. I had this thought. Normal, normal. It's okay. I had this thought. No, we're not doing that. Oh, I had this thought. No, we're not doing that. There's the toilet paper wrapping again, right? That, that is like, no, we're not doing that. And then we practice on people outside. Most of the practice I've had is from people who have not been in church. I've been at barbecues. I've been at the pub where I've taught, <laughs> I, was, I was not at the pub, yeah, well, I was at the pub, I was at the pub, I was celebrating somebody, and I met this couple there, I was talking to them, I was talking, <laughs> what's going on down here? No, I hadn't fallen off the wagon, people, no, 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 <laughs> no, so I was at the pub and we were there for a celebration, I met a couple of people, and one young guy that I was talking to, he had this word in his eyes, I could see it, 
God showed me the word in his eyes, and it was funny. He had funny in his eyes. Now, am I going to go to him, hey, I see this word funny in your eyes? No, no, I'm not. We were talking in that, and I just thought, oh, I get it, I get it. I said to him, um, you should be a comedian, because he was a funny guy. I said, you should be a comedian. And he looked at me and he laughed, and I went, no, seriously, you should be a comedian. And it's the way I said it, he felt it. And he looked at me and he went, who are you? I thought, man, now I'm in trouble. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I don't know what to say. And I was thinking, oh, what do I say? Do I say I'm a pastor? No, you'll think I'm like spaghetti. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. But anyway, and then like he, he's like glaring at me like, who are you? And then he says to me, this is so, it was so awkward, so awkward. Then he looks at me and he says, are you a Christian? I'm like, whoa, that was left field, wasn't it? Thank you, Jesus, for the help, because I, I was kind of stuck. I was, and I went, I am, I am a Christian. <laughs> and then we, we got to talking. He had uh, been in a, another religion at some time, and, that, and he said, well, we didn't believe in the Holy Spirit. He goes, was that the Holy Spirit? It was just a nuts conversation. Next minute, I'm on my phone looking up places in Newcastle that he can go to church, in a Pentecostal church. But this is what happened. A word, but I've so many things. Wherever I've been and wherever you are, the Holy Spirit is. And he wants to help people. He wants to bless people. And, of course, the, the other thing that you can do, you can study. You can read books. One of the, my favorite books of all time about the Holy Spirit is like Good Morning, Holy Spirit by Benny Hinn. I love that book. It, it just woke me up to this. So I've read lots and lots of books. I've read The Fourth Dimension by Yongi Cho, Pastor Phil's Faith. These books have built my faith to prophesy, to hear from God, to see things. I, I, my very, one of my very first books that I read other than the Bible was called Prophetic Evangelism by Mark Stibbs. And that's where I got the thing from going out and just speaking to people wherever I was. Not weird. Just normal. It's all good. You can do that. You can do this. You can do this. So really, I'm, I'm, I want you guys to commit, if you agree, to this week, either text someone or speak to someone about a word that's been given to you for them. As long as it's strengthening, encouraging, comforting as long as it's strengthening, encouraging, or comforting. Hey, we're going to say goodbye to Melbourne right now. Thank you. We're going to hand back to Toby. Bless you guys.